My name is Sahasra, and I am a fifth grader astronomer for Wildcat Chat from Michigan. Today, I am going to talk about interstellar clouds, aka nebulae. Before we get started, you will need to know what a nebula is. Nebulae are giant clouds of gas and dust in interstellar space, mostly hydrogen and helium. Fun fact: the plural of nebula is nebulae, with an e instead of an s. There are a ton of different types of nebulae, such as galaxies, globular clusters, open clusters, dark nebula, reflection nebula, emission nebula, planetary nebula, and supernova remnants. But we are only going to take a closer look at a handful of them: planetary nebula, supernova remnants, reflection nebula, emission nebula, and a special surprise at the end. So stay tuned. Let's begin with planetary nebula. A planetary nebula is a ring-shaped nebula consisting of glowing shells of gas and plasma formed by certain types of stars at the end of their lifetime. Low-mass and intermediate-mass stars whose main sequence was less than eight solar masses will likely end their lives as a planetary nebula. Here's a fun fact about planetary nebula. Did you know that planetary nebula have nothing in common with planets? Their name originates from a supposed similarity in appearance to giant planets. The average diameter of a planetary nebula is about 1.129 light years, but let's just say it's two light years. Also, did you know that scientists believe our sun will become a planetary nebula in about five billion years? Now let's move on to supernova remnants. A supernova occurs when a star suddenly increases greatly in brightness because of a catastrophic explosion that ejects most of its mass. A remnant is the remaining quantity of something, so that means that a supernova remnant is the remainder of a supernova explosion. Now it's time for the facts. Supernova remnants are extremely important for the understanding of our galaxy. They heat up the interstellar medium, distribute heavy elements throughout the galaxy, and accelerate cosmic rays. They usually occur about once every 50 years in a Milky Way-sized galaxy. If you put it another way, a star explodes explodes every 50 seconds or so somewhere in the universe, and some of them aren't too far from Earth. Next in line are reflection nebula. Reflection nebula are basically nebula that reflect light off of nearby stars. They form when light from a star is scattered or reflected off a neighboring dust cloud. The scattered light is slightly polarized and has a spectrum similar to that of an illuminating star, only bluer. The brightest reflection nebula are where new stars are being formed. Here, the gas and dust is thicker and shines by the light of new or bright stars. Sometimes, the gas is so thick that the stars can't even be seen. The diameter of a reflection nebula can range anywhere from four to twenty-four light years, or even more. The overall size of a reflection nebula can range from as small as millions of miles to as large as hundreds of light years. Enough about reflection nebula. Let's learn about emission nebula. Emission nebula are nebula that emit their own light. Their mass generally ranges from 100 to 10,000 solar masses. 
This material can be spread over a volume of less than a light year to several hundred light years. One of the most common types of emission nebula occurs when interstellar gas clouds are dominated by neutral hydrogen atoms and ionized by nearby O-type and B-type stars. O and B-type stars are the most uncommon types of stars in the main sequence of stars, but they are also the brightest of them. The color of an emission nebula depends on its chemical composition and how ionized it is. Many emission nebula appear to be red due to the commonness of hydrogen in interstellar gas. It's finally time to learn about the special surprise. It is stars. You may be thinking that stars and nebula are very different things, but in reality, they are very closely related. Some stars form nebula and some nebula form stars. After a supernova explosion has occurred, the remnants are a new nebula. Matter is clumped together to form regions with greater and greater density. This is how stars turn into nebula. Well, how do stars form out of nebula? Over the course of at least one million years, gravity slowly pulls the dust and gas in a nebula together. Eventually, the clump gets so big that it collapses from its own gravity. The collapse causes the material at the center of the cloud to heat up. This is the beginning of a new star. The hot core will gather more and more gas until a protostar is formed. If only a small amount of gas is collected, then a smaller star will form. If there is more gas present, a massive star will form. When there is extra, unused gas, a new solar system might develop. For stars like our sun, this process will take over 10 million years. In conclusion, there are various types of nebula, and even more cool facts about them. Nebula are very diverse, just like humans. Some emit their own light when others reflect it. They can be shaped like a ring or be the remains of an explosion. Nebula even have a major role in a star's life cycle. If you want to learn more about the nebula that you've learned about today, or the ones I mentioned at the beginning, I recommend doing more research. You can check out http colon slash slash astronomy dot swin dot edu dot au slash cosmos slash. Nebula are truly awesome.